This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and welcome to the one, the original, the best free-for-all Friday. And there's a lot to talk about today. Now, since we last talked yesterday, the government decided to ban Huawei from the 5G and from other networks. Now, the reporting on this mostly included the word finally. What took us so long? There are a lot of people who thought we should have done that a long time ago. Of course, there was the issue of the two Michaels held hostage, but they've been back for quite a while. Uh, This was the result of the whole Meng Wanzhou saga. So uh, do you have anything to say about that? And are you worried about any kind of retaliation that China might take? Of course, the big story of the week is the election. We had the election debate on Monday and uh, setback for both Andrea Horvath and Mike Schreiner because they've been diagnosed with COVID. They're campaigning virtually, presumably why they really aren't feeling so well. That is really, I, I feel badly for them. I mean, you know, that's a bad knock in the middle of a fair fight. And Mike Schreiner was, everybody thought he was the, quote, winner of the debate, so he's not out capitalizing on that. And Andrea Horvath has been dropping, and, you know, again, she's campaigning virtually. And the NDP, you know, in the last couple of days had some interesting ideas. I thought the most interesting was what we heard from Gurtan Singh, who is Jagmeet Singh's brother, about trucks and the highways, because 413, it is a huge issue. The conservatives, the PCs, think it's going to be a ballot question. They're saying, we're the people who will build the highway. On the other side, there are a lot of people who really don't want that highway built. And they've been saying all along that the answer is to put trucks on the underused 407. The issue is It's really expensive. So the NDP has said, okay, we will mandate that trucks have to use the 407 if they're in the vicinity. And what about the cost? The government will pay the bill. And where will they get the money? Well, here's one thing that has always been a head scratcher. The deal with the 407, which a lot of people think is not a very good deal, is that if they do not meet a certain threshold of traffic and money they remit, they get fined. They racked up a billion, that's a billion with a B in fines, but the government isn't collecting it for whatever reason. So the NDP is saying they would mandate trucks to go on the 407 and they would pay for it with the proceeds of that fine. So sounds like a reasonable idea to me. 
The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And as Bob was asking, have you decided who you're going to vote for? Are you going to wait for the day? Or uh, you can vote now. Advanced polls opened yesterday. Have you made up your mind? And are you just going to try to avoid a lineup, though? I mean, I always find it kind of interesting to go out on election day but it will probably change now that the advanced polls are are open for so long. The numbers to call 416-360-0740 toll free 1-866-740-4740 and let's go to Terry in Mississauga. Hi Terry. Uh hi. Uh good afternoon. I'd like to uh, talk about some of the things that uh this Ford government has done in the last little while. One of them was they had a committee for the environment and aquifers for Ontario, uh, led by uh, former Mayor David Crombie. Uh, Mike Schreiner was on that committee and a few other people. Anyway, when uh, they decided to uh, uh, have a minister that was going to be appointed uh, for that uh, committee and he was going to have the say, the committee all resigned. That was the end of that. And then, that was one of the things. The other one was uh, Mike Harris, who was a former Premier of Ontario. He is now the chairman of Chartwell for long-term care homes. And you know how many deaths there were there. Has (coughs) more to gain now, as they've got Bill 37 for more long-term care homes, making it easier to have them. And uh, the third one was Bill 254 that limits spending for elections by unions and uh, uh, interest groups such as teachers and nurses and things like that. They can't increase their spending while increasing private donations from $1,600 to yeah, that happened. That happened quite a while ago. So uh, I yes, would gather I from did. it did. I and, would gather uh, that you are not voting PC from what you're saying. Am I right? You're. You've hit the nail on the head. Okay. There. Well, this bill. This bill was uh, struck down by the uh, Supreme Court. Okay, Terry. The PCs use the notwithstanding clause to pass it. Okay. Well, our yeah, they did. They are uh, juridic judicial system is down the, the tube. Okay. And as far as PCs go, I think it stands for okay. political. Okay. We, uh, there are people waiting in line, and I think I think we get his drift. He is not a supporter of the PCs. Uh, we didn't get to where he actually will put his vote. You know, one of the things that I guess the PCs are counting on is that the the vote against them will be split. And it looks like, I mean, it looks like they have a majority, but it looks like about 40% of the voters in the province are in favor of the PCs. That's majority territory. But uh, uh, an actual majority want to get rid of them. But uh, I don't think they're going to agree on how to do that. And that's been one of the big themes of the election with Andrea Horvath, who has, what, 38 seats, saying, 
I'm the only one who can do this. I am the choice. Uh, Stephen Del Duca's liberals are not even an officially recognized party. And then yet another thing that I have found very noteworthy in this election, you have Doug Ford going after the Wynn government that he trounced four years ago. And if you've seen the ads on TV, who do they feature? Kathleen Wynn. Well, guess what? Kathleen Wynn is not running again, but I guess they're trying to say Del Duca was in her government and you cannot trust them. That's their message, not mine. Uh, but uh, I wonder how effective that will be. We've seen Stephen Del Duca coming up, making gains. So I guess we will see. Let's go to Tom in Ajax. Hi, Tom. I love you. Good afternoon. Uh, a friend of mine made me aware of this a couple of months ago. Well, first of all, Shell, Shell Oil just reported $9.1 billion in profits. Mm-hmm. I went to the gas station this morning because I have to do some driving this weekend to top up my tank. So I put my nozzle in the filler tube, and as my buddy taught me, told me, keep your eye on that dial. Squeeze the handle, and I didn't hear one drop of fuel go into my filler tube until that thing charged me almost 95 cents. What? Hmm. Yeah. And I, that would be fraud if me. that's what happened. I, the, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, that would be fraud if that's what happened. Well, it's, um, you know, a friend of mine made me aware of this on social media. Uh, this happened to me a little while ago, and I emailed this particular brand of gas company, and they basically just blame me and my car well, for faulty design or misuse of the pump. Uh, again, this is not... You know, a friend of mine made me aware of this. So it's not just me and this one gas station. Well, so, there's there's an easy way to check when you get your bill. Uh, there's a price, and mm-hmm. your bill says the number, uh, the amount of gas that you had. So you just do a little bit of math to see if you got the right amount of gas. Well, I, I'm, I'm did you check with my it? Ear. Yeah, it, it's charging me, and the, the charge on the on the pump always matches the charge on your bill, and everything is the right, same. Right, but the the when you get so, if you press, you say I always get a paper receipt, and the mm-hmm. receipt will tell you how many liters are in your tank. Well, and you have to see if that matches the price you pay. I mean, personally, uh, that's interesting, and we'll check it out. But I wouldn't yeah. rely on my ears. Well, I would rely on my ear more than the receipt they give me because when you're standing there squeezing the trigger and you're not hearing any gas running out uh, and it's counting up money. By the way, if you go to, uh, because I'm not going to defame them, I'll say their name, Costco, when you put the thing in the, in the tank and squeeze the tube, you hear gas right away. Okay, well, you should so, maybe just, maybe you know, go to Costco then. I mean, well, I was I, going to, but it was 50 people lined up. So I figured, well, you know, I'm idling away that savings by uh, doing that. But anyway, just let you know, people you know, keep a note of this. And um, it's just if there's 100,000 gas pumps in Canada being used 100,000 times a day, and this is only happening half the time, that's a lot of money in their pocket if they're not dispensing us a product. Well, yeah, that. but like I said, if that's happening, that would be fraud. Thanks for your call. Let us go to... Don in Toronto. Hi, Don. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, my concern is the incessant uh, closures of the uh, Young Lawrence uh, subway station uh, on the weekends. Uh, I think there's been uh, the last two months it's been closed uh, every weekend, uh, one or both of the days. And this has been going on for years. Uh, this is not something this year. 
and it's just closed, and it's a major, major inconvenience. Uh, even your uh, screener was uh, upset when I uh, mentioned what I w- was concerned about, and the media doesn't want to do anything. I've called various news agents, uh, medias, and uh, they just ignore it. Uh, I write the TTC, and uh, all you, I get is uh, have you a, have you have you, know, you tried to get in touch with your city councilor? I mean, when honestly, oh, he, he's as useless as memory glands on a bovine. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I've uh, I've uh, emailed the mayor. And he just, uh, his assistant uh, just forwarded the letter, even though I said I'd already contacted the DTC. He just forwarded it on, and that's what the councillor will do. He'll forward the letter to uh, the um, uh, TTC, and they just write back with a whole bunch of gobbledygook. uh, And, uh, you know, when is this going to stop? Um, They say it's because they're uh, installing new signal systems, but on their um, uh, thing on the Internet says, oh, it's because of the construction at Eglinton. And like half the the weeks in this um, uh, year, it's been closed, at least. You know what? And now they they provide shuttle buses, but they're crowded. It adds uh, 20 to 30 minutes uh, to the trip. And if you're, uh, I'm, uh, I have a problem with my hip, and it's very difficult walking up and down the stairs when you get to uh, to St. Clair, and it's just a major inconvenience that nobody wants to address. Okay, well, you know what? Um, maybe we'll get a better answer if we ask the people who are on the T- TTC board or the councillor. Thanks for your call. I. I don't know what to tell you, to be honest, but I hear your complaint well, I, and we'll try to check TT, it out. I think the TTC people who are making this decision should be riding the uh, TTC on these uh, shuttle buses to see what it's like because you know, they don't know what's going on. Okay, thank so, you for your call. Thank you. Okay, let's go to Daniel in Toronto. Hello, Daniel. Okay. Hi, good day. Um, can you hear me okay? Uh, yes, we can. Great, thanks. Um, I got a beef with Transport Canada. Um, during the current climate of excessive gasoline prices at the pumps, I'm a little bit disturbed with the fact that Canada is, uh, in North America, that is, among other countries in the world, have one of the most inefficient motors in their vehicles. Case in point, um, if you look at engines manufactured in various plants in Canada, including Ford in Oakville, they make extremely more efficient motors uh, for their models in other countries. Um, Europe, Australia, South America, they've got diesel hybrid cars yielding 75-plus miles to the gallon or 3 liters to 100 kilometers. And and my my complaint is why doesn't Transport Canada open up the vehicle market in Canada to make these vehicles available to Canadians? Um. Okay, we hear you. Thank you for your call. Um, is that a Transport Canada thing? I uh, honestly, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't see why it wouldn't be available here. Uh, other countries have different rules, but yeah, we'll check it out. Okay, 
Let me give the numbers out again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'll tell you one thing about Transport Canada that a lot of people are really annoyed about, and that is the huge lineups at the airport for security, for getting your bags, for border control. And you have everyone blaming each other. You've got the the government and the airlines and CATSA all blaming each other. I, I have an interesting interview coming up on Zoomer Weekend Review on Sunday at noon on that subject. But I've got to tell you, what really galled me was when the transport minister, Omar, Omar al-Ghabra, was asked about it, he blamed the passengers. He said, the passengers are out of practice. They're taking too long. And I think, like, what are we out of practice? Uh, am I out of practice taking off my jacket, taking off my shoes sometime? Is that what how we're out of practice? So, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's an interesting one. Uh, I, I guess he just got reelected, so he doesn't have to worry about it. Oh. I'm looking at the clock. I've got to take a break. So uh, let me give the numbers out again before we go to break. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. And, you know, we had a a caller complaining that when he fills up, he doesn't hear gas going into the tank until after the money has started to tick up. And I'm going to take a call from someone uh, who, by the note I have here, seems like he may know what he's talking about. So, Stan in St. Catharines, hello. Yes. uh, I just wanted to comment on that, that fellow there that had trouble at the pumps. Now, those pumps work well until they come to a point where they have to be calibrated. And that's not so unusual. So the person at the service station should push the company to get that pump calibrated so it'll work efficiently again. Well, so let me ask you this. uh, Because if they're not calibrated... Does that mean that he's getting the gas that he paid for, that it's just showing up later, or, or he's getting ripped off? He's, he's getting charged for gas <coughs> he's not getting. Oh, okay. So you're saying he is getting that's ripped my, off. That's my take on it anyway. And uh, have you encountered this? No, I haven't, but uh, I'm aware that that can happen. Okay, and uh, so how do you know about this, if I may ask? Well, I used to work for an oil company uh, oh. years ago. Okay, and, so uh, it's calibration issue, and the gas the gas station owner can't do that. He, yeah, he he can get the uh, uh, phone somebody that uh, will get it calibrated. I don't know who that is uh, these days, but uh, yeah, there are companies that calibrate uh, pumps. 
Okay. Well, uh, so if anybody's listening who has this issue, uh, I, I stand corrected or I'm glad I got more information. Uh, just make sure you fill up at a station that's properly calibrated. And is- Well, it's not a common thing, mind you. It's, yeah, I wouldn't it's, think. It's, I would say it's more of a rare thing, uh, but it does happen. Okay. And uh, probably the guy, the owner, of the service station, he's not aware of it until it happens, until somebody complains about it, and more people complain about it each time they use that pump. Okay. And he'll get the ball rolling on that issue anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, Stan, thank you for that. That was very helpful. I appreciate it. That's all right. Can I comment uh, on another thing? Okay, quickly. Yes, please. Yes, uh, um, when you're driving to uh, Fort Erie, this is a case of my daughter had this experience not too long ago, as a matter of fact. You can get easily confused on the cutoff. That's when you're driving on the Queen Elizabeth Highway. You can get easily confused on the cutoff to Fort Erie. And if you do take the wrong turn, you wind up on the tax-free uh, store there. I think I know, I think you know the one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And once you get there and you, you can't get out, you have to go through the United States or the only way you can go back into Canada is go through customs and pay the charge. So $7. That's the only way you can, you can get back into Canada. Hmm. Yeah. That's the silliest thing. You can't get back to your own home country. Okay, you know what, Stan? I think that there's a lot of signage around that's confusing or lack of signage. I'm glad you warned me, not that I'm planning on going there, because uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, places that are confusing depending on how and where you're going from where the signs are not very good. But thanks for drawing our attention to that. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Vanessa and Whitby, you want to talk about gas. Hi, Vanessa. Oh, hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I just wanted to, the gentleman, I just heard his answer, but I just wanted to confirm with that first gentleman. I went to the gas pump the other day to fill up my gas can for my lawnmower. And because I could see the nozzle on the gas coming out, I didn't get gas till $1.67. And then the gas started coming out. And I only brought a toonie because I just bought like <laughs> one liter. And uh, I got a little bit of gas at the bottom of my tin. And it didn't start coming out till a dollar sixty-seven. And did you tell them? I did. I went in and told, it was a young boy working there. And I went in and told him and I showed him my gas can. He just kind of looked at me and didn't know what to do. And I said, well, I guess I have to get such a head office. But then... Again, what are they going to say to me after? Well, uh, uh, what I'd say is, I guess, I guess you're lucky that you only got ripped off for a dollar sixty. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but and you know, yesterday we did a segment on how bad service generally is at this point in time, and yes. part of it is. There is no one to fix a problem, right? No, I agree. I, I agree. mean, 
I was uh, I was talking about I I made an online order, and uh, they sent the wrong item. Uh, well, okay, so I drove at you know with these gas prices to return it. I returned the item, but they did not refund my shipping cost. Right, and there is no way to reach a human. Uh, I think I was contacted by a bot after I put up a very nasty tweet. And in my experience, the only way that you even get a bot to answer you, customer, that's what customer service now is. It's artificial intelligence is if you write something really nasty on social media. Oh, and I then, totally agree. And so, I mean, you know, it's a buck sixty. You're not going to waste your time over a buck sixty that you lost. But, but here's the thing: there's there's some kid there. He can't do anything and and is clueless. And there's there's no one for you or no easy place for you to say, "Hey, this is a problem." Because maybe they're not necessarily trying to rip you off. They just aren't doing the right maintenance or whatever it is. Exactly. I totally agree. I've had the worst customer service. And try, you're right, try to get somebody. Try to get somebody. It's an automatic email that comes back about anything. That's right. That's right. And no, yeah, no. I, di- I did get an email and they told me to send another like direct message and, and whatever I may get to it. But anyway, Vanessa, thanks for your call. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, people, if you've had experiences like that, well, again, it comes down to customer service. It comes down to customer service. And I saw that there was uh, somebody waiting to talk about the trucks on Highway 407 and what the NDP is suggesting. Uh, So people be a little patient and I will get to your calls just going one by one. Uh, It seems this whole gas pump situation people are familiar with. Okay, a different slant. Mike in Clearview Township, you want to talk about this thing. Hi, Mike. Hello. I have uh, experienced this thing many times where you uh, pump the gas and you don't get the gas until it's uh, racked up a few cents or maybe in some cases a dollar or so. Uh, But what you need to know, and and I'm surprised you haven't told the people this, even though you've referred to it as fraud, is when this happens, you are supposed to call the police and they come and do checks. The police. They do the checks. Yeah, they check the pumps. They check the pumps. Absolutely. But that Maybe doesn't in mean clear some view. guy in, uh, behind the counter isn't flipping a switch when he sees the cop there so they, they get the right thing. That's well known that there are these uh, switches that do get flipped when cars are being filled as opposed to what the other lady was speaking about. And I can't explain that, where she had a little, tan- a little uh, gas can. Right, but you've got to call the police. Um, I've even had one experience where it started to roll the fence before I pulled the trigger. Uh, you know what? Uh, you're in Clearview t- Township. It's 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 hard for me to imagine that the police here um, yeah, would understand. respond yeah. to something like that. Uh, and it's you know an out, but they okay. So, but if it is fraud. It's uh, up to each individual. They could call the police and they say, well, we're not going to come or we're going to come. But you're right, Clearview Township is, uh, well, it's small population and it's an OPP situation, but they do tell you when you call them, yes, we'll go check. 
Okay. And, so and did they actually go check? I never had a follow-up. Okay, well, no, there but, you go. You know, it's, it's yeah, a well, word of warning, you know, a lot of your listeners are not um, all from Toronto. They're also from the boonies where I am. A lot of us up here listen to your station. No, that's so. that's great, but I, I don't, I you know, I don't think there's an oversupply of, of cops there either. Well, uh, no, but if they, the point is, if, if you have the listeners that hear me from this area or another, you know, country setting... It's not the same as the Toronto police. Okay. So uh, thanks for the time. Okay, Mike. Thank you for Bye. that. Okay. So this this thing at the pumps, and we had one guy who worked for an oil company just telling us it's an issue of calibration. And we just had Mike saying it, it's called the police. <laughs> it's hard to imagine. But you know what? Uh, we're going to follow up on this because, frankly, it's the first time hearing about it. Uh, and uh, clearly it's on people's minds. So, yeah, we can check into it. Let's go to Maxie in Toronto. Hi, Maxie. Hi, Libby. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Good, thank you. I have. I was uh, involved in a gas site uh, called Gas Buddies for about 10 years when I drove, and they had lots of tips on how to uh, go about uh, saving money. Mm-hmm. Now, there is one way that I can see that this is happening is – they used to tell people, to, when they finished paying for it, shut off your ho- nozzle and keep your nozzle open. And that way it empties the, uh, the pump, like the, uh, the hose, into your tank for what you're paying for. But I'm assuming the gas companies are assuming that that money that's already in there, it's usually but a liter, that you're, they're, you're already getting that gas. Sorry, Run that by me again. So you okay, fill up when, your when, tank, but and when you're when, done, you leave the nozzle in after you shut it off. Right, and you keep it uh, when you when you, there's a little nozzle that you a uh, little um, lever that you turn off the pump. Yep. Okay, and you turn that off when you've got to, to the dollar amount you want. Yep. And you keep the nozzle open. Yeah. And it drains what's in the hose. Okay, okay, so there's no more gas in that hose. Okay. Okay, so you're getting what you supposedly paid for. Okay. Okay. Now, what I'm assuming is that the gas company is not aware of this. The gas companies, or they're aware, or they don't really care, because this is, um, Gas Buddies is a very big site all over North America, and they, they tell everyone how to do save money. So I'm assuming that this is happening a lot more at the price of the gas, that people are doing this. And so the gas companies are assuming that the first 60 cents or the first uh, liter is already in that uh, hose that they they think uh, the customer doesn't realize or they don't realize that the customer before knows about this and is doing this. So that way the gas doesn't start at some pumps until the meter reaches one meter. Okay. You know what? I think that we're going to have to uh, do a segment on this next week, uh, mm-hmm. maybe with the CAA or somebody like that. Thank you for your call. You're welcome. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, clearly, this is an issue. So, um, yeah, let's go to John in Toronto. You also have a gas story. Yeah, I have a brief gas story. Went to get gas. It was off Young Street, and then I noticed there was a girl with a clipboard, and she was doing a survey. 
and it was an obscure hour, and um, there wasn't a lot of traffic there. But I hadn't put the nozzle. It only happened once. I didn't put the nozzle in the gas tank. And so Where'd you the guy it? that was in the gas station was seeing all this gas being oh, huddled up on the platform. And um, it got so that we both realized we were standing in gas. Oh. And it was quite a dilemma, so always be careful that you put the nozzle into the gas tank. Well, yeah, that would be uh, that would be pretty basic, John. <laughs> yeah, I don't so know, that survey must have been really down. interesting. And we had to push the car. Oh, dear. Because there was so much gas that they couldn't risk an explosion. Oh, dear. Okay. So, and, and by the way, that uh, TTC uh, uh, that has the signal upgrades has been going on for five years on the weekends, on long weekends, the buses are packed solid. And I'm going, if it takes five years to do signal upgrades for the TTC, is it really efficient? Anyways, have a lovely Victoria Day weekend. Okay. Thanks, John. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. It's time for another break. And what a surprise to me, anyway, that uh, these shenanigans at the gas pumps, uh, people are experiencing that. And that's on top of these wild, expensive prices. Uh, and so uh, we're going to take a break. I'm going to give the numbers out again. And you can call and talk about gas prices or anything else that you want to talk about. We haven't had much to say about the election. Are you voting early? Are you waiting till June the 2nd? Have you made up your mind? What do you think about what's going on? The numbers 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740, and we'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this free-for-all Friday, and I guess we're going into the long weekend, and people are thinking about gassing up. And uh, thank you, audience, because I was completely unaware of this thing, and I'm just trying to think of how... I gas up. I'm I'm not really good at this stuff. And when I hear the click, I shut everything off right away because I'm thinking I I don't you know need to overstuff the tank. But maybe uh, I'm ripping myself off by doing that. So we are going to get more into this and get more information on it. And I really want to thank everybody who's brought this to our attention. So the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And just another little note, since we are heading into the Victoria Day weekend, that is royal. So we had this visit from Prince Charles and Camilla. And what do you think? About them. It was a really quick visit. It focused on Indigenous reconciliation. But, you know, I'm interested in the kind of 
overall, I'm interested in indigenous reconciliation, of course, as well. But, you know, how do you feel about them? The polls say that, you know, people are extremely fond of Queen Elizabeth, but, you know, Prince Charles, not so much. And a lot of people think that when he becomes king, well, when he becomes king, that it would be a good idea to get rid of the monarchy. So we haven't heard anybody talking about that. If you're interested in that, give us a call on that question. But right now, we're still talking about the gas pumps with Howard from Kitchener. Hi, Howard. Yeah, I I just wanted to confirm that I ran into that situation several times. I uh, I have a, a 4.5 liter auxiliary tank in my in my boat, mm-hmm. and I'm able to to fill it up. But when the receipt and I stop at that, you know, at, at 4.5, I, I but it goes to six and then it goes to seven on its own. And in fact, I'm not even up to the nozzle or there's a line on the, on the tank that shows you the 4.5 area. It's not nearly up to that. So I'm going to charge for way more than what I'm getting. And have you and spoken to the Marina or wherever it I is? Spoke, that you... No, no. Local gas stations here. I spoke to them and of course they know nothing about nothing. And then I go to get the boss person and they say, yes, well, the pumps have to be checked every two months, but there aren't enough people in that business now to do it, apparently. So they're being neglected, these pumps. Hmm. And they're not calibrated and or serviced on a regular basis, as they once were years ago. Hmm. But anyway, I get less in my, in my uh, uh, 4.5, less volume, but higher price. It says that they put in 4.6, 4.7 okay. on the receipt. You know what? We are going to follow up on this for sure. Well, this is not new. This has been happening for a while. Uh, well, Somebody in Hamilton advised me about it, where they have the same situation, a marked tank. Okay. Well, so, uh, anyway, I just wanted to confirm and let you know. Okay. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Catch you later. Thank you very Bye. much. Okay. It's not new. Sorry, it's the first time hearing about it. But like I said, we'll get on it. We will get on it next week. But in the meantime, there's still a few minutes left in the show if there are more people who want to talk about it and tell us about their experiences. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And uh, now for something completely different. Barry in North York, you want to talk about Ukraine. Afternoon, yes, quite a variety of topics. And I wanted to add to that by telling people out there in Radioland a non-profit organization that is helping Ukrainian people with food and also other countries, a lot of countries in Africa as well. Um, and the donations are matched four to one by our government. They only charge 9% administration, and they're ranked the second most effective charity per dollar donated. It's called the Canadian Food Grains Bank. And the website to donate and to find out more about them is foodgrainsbank.ca. When I heard this, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is great. So excited because your donation really 
is goes a long way. Hmm. Okay, Barry, thanks for the tip. You're welcome. Have a great uh, weekend. Oh, and one last thing. I saw this on the internet just a second ago that a lady was having real problems with ticks. So she's saying, make sure you watch yourself. Um, this is just in her backyard. Um, and uh, with the long weekend, people will be going out in woods and things like that. So make sure you check yourself for ticks. Okay. Thank you. Have a great long weekend. Thank you. Okay. Hey. Bye. All righty. Let us hear from Sita in Mississauga. Hello, Sita. Hi, Libby. Great show. Amazing topic. Sounds like we have a taxi meter at the pump. <laughs> or a meter. Well, there is a meter at the pump, but it's not working the way it should in some cases, apparently. Yeah. <clears throat> Too bad uh, Mr. Um, Kenny is resigning now because he was pushing America to buy Canadian oil. And this would put our, our put Alberta back on the economy back. So Canada is sitting on gold, just like Russia and Venezuela. So he could solve all this problem if he, if he didn't quit now. Mm, okay. <laughs> I hope he's listening. Yes, yes. We need someone to push for that. I mean, we care about the environment, but still, we have oil and we should do something with it. Hmm. Okay, Sita, thanks and very thank much you. for that. Have a great weekend, everyone. You too. Bye-bye. Let us go for to Pete in Toronto. Hi, Pete. Uh, uh, good afternoon. Look, just a short comment on your uh, gas pump thing. I think it's a lot bigger than what everybody uh, wants to admit or have, have called in. Look, at that's, they're federally inspected. This is not a provincial thing. It's federal. You go in and look at the gas pump. There's got to be a little square sticker somewhere facing you when you're uh, uh, like black, silver, and red. It's a federal mandate. They they have the measurements. I don't know if Canada.ca measurements, whatever. That's a federally regulated, and yes, the gas pumps are not calculated, and they always seem to be going to the uh, operator's uh, benefit. But uh, that's all I can say. It's federal. There's got to be a sticker on those pumps, and it'll say the date in the year that they were inspected. You'll go in some gas stations and they'll be closed down. And uh, that's inspection people. Uh, they're going in calibrating those uh, those pumps. Okay. Uh, another piece of good information. Pete, thanks for your call. Uh, and uh, we'll go to Nadia, who says she worked for Petro Canada years ago. Hello, Nadia. Hello, Libby. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. So I'm listening to this. Um, very interesting. I worked for Petro Canada years ago. Those were the days when, um, if that happened, what you did, you went out, you put a sticker on the pump saying it was out of service, and you called, and they came in, and they did the calibration on it. Mm-hmm. And... and that is how it was. And it's a very common thing. Some people, I heard a, a, um, someone say it doesn't happen often. It happens often enough. It's just a lot of people are not aware of what it is. And, okay, uh, why are, uh, are the gas station owners or managers, are they not aware? Why are they not Well, I think with- what it is, Libby, is that there are... People in the 
like this has happened to me and I have gone in and I've said to the guy, you know, this has happened. You need to call or whatever the case may be. And he looked at me very dumbfounded. As though, I don't know what you're talking about. So well, yeah. I, I think I think they're not trained enough, like in the old days. And I think also because they have upgraded a lot of the pumps, um, people expect that these things are not supposed to happen. We've got better pumps now than we had year, 20 years ago or later than that. Um, so I believe that it's, you know, it's a common thing, but people just don't know about it. Mm. And the other thing I'd like to comment on, I work for a really big um, retailer, and I know that you've had that problem where, uh, with Zara, and you couldn't get back your... Um, your Shipping. Right, exactly. And I'm sorry, but they can do it at the register. I know that. I I said very clearly it's 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 not the fault of the people who are actually working in the store. Right? Yeah. Uh, and as a matter of fact, the young woman who processed the return said no, you know, you're going to get you're going to get the full amount. But then it, there came a correction. No, I was not getting the full amount. So I definitely said that they I know they can't do that at the register. I know that. But there should be, I'm saying it, it's a problem with a big international brand, and it's a ripoff, right? Yeah, it is. And, and the young woman who was working and doing a really good job also said, I said, well, how, how often does this happen? And it happens often enough. Yeah. Yes. So maybe it's a revenue stream. <laughs> anyway. Not I don't yet. know, but I wish you the best of luck. I mean, I work for one of the biggest um, retail stores, and um, we were always able to correct it and to make the customer happy. And, um, you know, I feel that for when this happens to people and you just can't get back the money that you spent. Well, exactly. So I think it's going to make people think twice. I mean, everybody who's enamored with online shopping, they say it's more convenient. You know what? It's more, my experience is it's more, more convenient when it works. When yeah. it does not work, it is not more convenient. I mean, you know, getting something from Zara Canada, shipping cost is bad enough. But if I get mm -hmm. something that's sent from the States through the agent... It doesn't matter. They don't care if sure. if they send the wrong thing, and then it's twenty or thirty bucks shipping. And so. I think I think everybody is talking about the convenience of online, but there are so many disappointments with it. And at the end, you end up feeling very cheated on on spending your money and not getting back what you're supposed to get. Well, and the other thing is, it is very waste. It's hard on the environment. It's wasteful because uh, it's expensive. They have a 30% return rate. They sometimes just put it in a landfill because it costs too much to go and restock it. So I don't see how that is a good business model. But, um, you know, it works for some things. Nadia, I'm looking at the clock. 
Uh, and maybe I have time for one more call. Have yourself a great Victoria Day weekend. Thanks for your call. Same. Okay. Eileen in Newcastle, we have about a minute left. You want to talk okay. about airports. Okay, I'll be quick. Uh, my take on the airport problems, not that I'm in total agreement with the transport minister, but I think it's a lot to do with the people. With internet and technology, everybody wants everything instant. They don't want to wait. You'd think after the last couple of years, you know, the horrible, horrendous COVID, and it's still rearing its ugly head, that people learn to be patient. Of course they haven't. Don't be silly. They want, it's all about me. It's got to be happening now or that's it. When was I mean, the last airports, time? Uh, airlines have, uh, have had to lay off and shut down just like lots of other businesses. And, and they're just trying to rehire and retrain. So, I, I don't know, just Eileen, be glad that you can afford a holiday. Never mind anything else. Eileen, uh, do you travel often? Yeah, well, I did. I'm going this year. I'm going up to, uh, to England after four-year break. I travel at least once a year. You know? Okay, well, you know what? For the people who travel, comparing what it was like before COVID, yeah, uh, when there was a lot more people in the airport to comparing it now when there are a lot fewer people in the airport, it's as I think I would go with mismanagement as, yeah, I mean, as the cause. Yeah, I more maybe sooner, but... It's still, you know, people, we've been through a lot lately. You've got to be patient. And, and, you know, you can afford to go to wherever, the Caribbean or South Sea Islands. There's people out there that can't afford the bus trip from Toronto to Niagara. So be glad that you're actually going on holiday. Sometimes, you know, you've got to be patient. Okay, well, and not everybody is traveling for a holiday, but I live in Newcastle. Have yourself a great long weekend. Okay, thanks, Libby. Okay, Uh, we can end with... One comment on the Royals, but it has to be a quick one. Hi, Brian and Lindsay. Hi. Uh, normally, I'm Nicole, but I sit up my deck in the trailer watching the Robin's Nest. Uh, I don't think anybody's really interested in having a divorced King Chucky and his mistress come divorced wife as, uh, you know, king and queen. Queen Elizabeth was great, but she had four children. Three of them were divorced. The monarchy has changed a lot. After she goes, I think it's time we cut the ties. Although I love the tradition, I'm British and everything else, but let's face it, families these days. Okay. It's all turned into a bit of a joke. Well, I hope you enjoy Victoria Day, uh, as I hope everyone else does. Brian, thanks for your call. Uh, And that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for the week. Jane Brown will be here on Monday. I'll be back on Tuesday, and we will talk then. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.